0: Hey guys, welcome back to the guest show. Today, I have an old friend, Zach, who is my to Saka He's one of my good friends back in college in Texas. So, he was my strength coach. Hey, Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Awesome. Good to have you here today. Before we start going to our main topic, Would you like to tell us more training backgrounds since your young age, high school, and college before you start CrossFit?
1: Yeah, so I was very fortunate in the fact that I was born and raised in Odessa, Texas. For those who don't know, that's really where the movie came from, of Friday Night Lights. And if you had to have a chance to, i definitely recommend watching the movie. But long story short, the town is really centered around football and everything about football. And so at the young age of 13, I really got to start doing weightlifting and, and resistance training. And my very first start of passion up as far as strength conditioning really came from one of my coaches, Roy Garcia, and his just passion and love for the kids and growth. was able to stay throughout that, throughout my junior high, high school, mm-hmm. amazing uh, facilities. And then was able to move into a D3 football program that had a very winning record, very rich in camaraderie, very rich in just overall competitiveness, I would just say. And fortunate to be around some guys and some strength coaches that were very inspiring and really drove us to be the best that we really could be. I would say that I really enjoyed just the grind and just the process of working out, and to some degree, I'd even say that I enjoyed that process
0: even more than I enjoyed playing football. You really inspire me when you're in the weight room for your training, and I remember you have a couple of records back in the days at uh, Harden Simmons football program. Would you let you tell us some of your numbers, like your bench, your squats, your hand cleans?
1: Yeah. So getting back to that Harden Simmons and just the group of guys that we were around was. Really awesome. Just the environment and the competitiveness is really what kind of drives that and allows us to have that fire with inside of us to reach out and try to get a hold of some of those records. But I was very fortunate into getting a few of those records, such as a uh, bench press at a 410 back squat at 590. I think that one is the only one that's actually still up there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, cleaned, I believe like 335, 340, so- somewhere in that realm but was just around a group of guys that were all right there close to it. And I was just able to be a little bit better than them at that time.
0: I remember you and the Roy Gamboa pretty much start CrossFit at the same time. You guys were good friends and roommates back in the days. Would you like to share us to us like how did you guys know each other and then start training CrossFit?
1: Yeah, so Roy and I met my freshman year in 2008 and we didn't know it at the time, but we're both from Odessa and had met there at school. It was kind of an instant click in the sense of both were willing to put in the work and both were willing to be consistent in the workouts in which that we wanted to do and just really have that as we all miss and we all kind of like look back on, but actually having that, that bro, if you will, that is always willing to, to hit the gym with you. And so Roy and I started living together that summer and just willing to put in work. I mean, our Friday nights consisted of of us going to the stadium and just running stairs and doing different pro agilities and lifting in the weight room. And that was our form of recreational sports and our form of like getting away of just like putting in more work into the gym. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 2012, 2011, that we kind of even started dabbling with it and then coming towards the end of 2012 Roy kind of like bought in and was like I'm doing this I really want this like I'm going to the games and I just said I'm here for you brother like Mm -hmm. I would be honest with you and just say that like at that time I wasn't completely bought in but as any good bro would do you just kind of hold on and push each other as best as you possibly can and he was able to qualify in 2013 and i i would say that that's not due to me whatsoever but due to his uh tenacity and his willingness to
0: just put in the work day in and day out i remember we're at san antonio's you watch him to complete in regionals back in 2013 he made it. that's really inspired us you guys start on the same time and that's probably give you a drive once you want to get into another level. And you had a shot in 2015 when you moved to the Northwest region. I know you train super hard, like five to six days a week, two to three sections a day. Can you tell us more about how did it work for you, like your training schedule, the hours or the location?
1: Yeah, so at that time, I had moved up to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is absolutely amazing and beautiful town. Uh, to take over and to start being the head coach over at uh, CrossFit Lotus. great group of people, but not a super competitive atmosphere over there. But I was fortunate enough to get in good with CrossFit Duratus, which was about an hour away. And so I would work on trying to get a good balance of doing some of my workouts there, there at the own gym that I was coaching at, and then driving typically at least four days a week, if not five days a week, over to duratus just to work out with those guys and that's how it had initially just started of like oh, i want a good push i want to be around some competitive guys and then it was like hey like we have some really good girls we may have a chance at this and we were fortunate enough to where we had the head coach over crossfit duratus and owner had formerly already went to the games in 2013 we had a female that had been in 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. So we had some veterans who were really able and willing to like lead us throughout that. And we made it through that open and kind of qualified around that 10th spot out of 20 positions. And mm-hmm. we really went in with that expectation of like, man, it would be super awesome if we were able to just maintain that. If we could get a top 10 position at regionals. Mm-hmm we would be super pumped. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that like we had that itch. It wasn't that we weren't gonna put our full effort, we were gonna be satisfied. It was like, what if though? Like we could, and then for us to like legitimately miss it by six points, Mm -hmm. gave us that confidence, gave us that drive, gave us that like, no, we can do this. We just need to put in a little more work, a little more dedication. We're going to be back and we're going to do this.
0: Yeah, so I remember in 2015, you guys just barely missing to qualify to the Games by just one spot. Obviously, you guys came back, you guys were hungry and then being back to the Games in 2016, I'm sure you guys trained even harder from 2015 to 2016 season. But besides of training, would you like to tell us more about what did you do for fun or on your free time or Sometimes people would say, "Do you have a live, outside training the gym?"
1: I would just say that I'm, I'm a bit lame on that. Of like, if you were to ask me what I did recreationally at that time, I recreationally like wanted to work out. I mm-hmm. wanted to just spend and go hone in a little bit more on my craft and do do those type of things. And the differences between 2015 and 2016 was I gave up my full time job. I like honed in and like completely bought in on if I'm ever going to go to the CrossFit games, now is the time. At the time I didn't have a wife. I didn't have kids. I didn't have anything that I was truly responsible for other than myself. And so moved to Spokane completely just bought in on doing everything that I could to
0: optimize my training and trying to work with the guys there there's such a big commitment to create a job and then just put all your time and effort to training can you tell us that once in a lifetime experience like how is it like and then what's your favorite moment in the games so it's definitely feels surreal like you're you're in the moment and you feel as if like i'm just
1: a spectator and it, like there's all these like cool option like cool people all around you and then it's like Then your name gets called or your team name gets called. And it's like, oh yeah, I qualified to be here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but these dudes are fit. And you had to remind yourself of like, I'm fit too.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, and that was awesome. Now, did we place as high as we wanted to whenever we were there? No, I'll be the first one to tell you that like we wanted more. But what I would tell you is we enjoyed every moment of that. And just that process. What was my favorite workout? And Mm -hmm. I would say it was the very first day and it was Murph. So in 2015, they had done Murph for the individuals. But in 2016, they had decided to bring Murph in for the teams with a twist, of course. And Mm -hmm. that twist was you had to carry one of your teammates on, on the litter and you had to rotate through them. Now, I was the first one to apologize to my team because at 210 pounds, I was not a light person to be standing (laughs) on for that limit. So nonetheless, it was one of my very favorite workouts, just that whole process of like a 45 plus minute grind of a workout, but the memories that were inside of that of like you can only go so hard whenever you're waiting for your turn during pull-ups and just the banter of between one another was just awesome. And somehow, some way, we were able to be right next to uh, CrossFit Mayhem. And again, just some of that like crosstalk between each other was really good and was able to get one of the all-time favorites of mine, is an action shot next to Rich Froning at the games, which I would say like it's cool to get a picture with somebody that you look up to, but it's even cooler to get an action shot with the person that you look up to even better.
0: I still remember that photo. Everyone saw so, it, just like, wow, Zach is like right next to Rich Froning. It's just not like a friend and famous person photo. It's like you guys actually competing right next to each other. So this shot is quite a dream for a lot of high-level CrossFit competitor. Speaking of high-level CrossFit competitor. CrossFit Games is one of the dream. You achieved it in 2016, that summer. And then what were you thinking after the that long weekend? Like, did you guys want to go back for another trip? Or you think just like, checklist, I'm done. So I want to focus on something else. What were you thinking at that point?
1: Yeah, so fortunately slash unfortunately, we, we were part of the team in which that we knew that we were going to be going in different directions going into it. So we were all in in 2016 yep. knowing that we were going to have some, some people ha- moving away mm-hmm. myself, even thinking that like my next job is probably going to take me in a different direction. I was willing to move wherever I needed to for the job. And yeah. So I, I would say that post that I was kind of like, okay, I've got to be a big boy now. I've got to get, get a real job again. And savings account was a, Was not looking as good as it it had started.
0: (laughs) So the team is like, I would say everyone have their thing to focus. And then back in the days, it was like three guys and three girls. And then everyone had to train at the same location, the same gym to compete as a team. And like right now, you can have just only two guys and two girls. And they can train at different gyms or different city or even country. I would say back in the days, it was quite hard to get a team to the games. And obviously you guys put in a lot of effort, lots of time at it. So I'm really happy to you guys can actually made it to the games. But what were you thinking? Like, did you plan to have a family at that point? Like after your 2016 season or, or just it happened? Like, how did it go?
1: No, so at least personally, I was just thinking of like, all right, like I need to get a big boy job again. I need to be responsible. I mm-hmm. need to start at least making moves forward. At the time, I had, I was just dating my now wife. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really in my mindset of like, I've got to start taking care of my soon to be wife. It was more so of like, hey, I need to start being responsible and taking care of things. And things really started to kind of like move in the right direction. And we had some people moving away. We had, of, of our like group or of our team, uh, majority of them had kids and quite an ask and quite quite a, a sacrifice on their part to have put in the amount of time and what's that they had done. So they knew as well that they were gonna need to like come back to reality and really kind of give back some of that time and what's that they've sacrificed from their families.
0: Yeah. So speaking of Families, I know you have a kid now. Uh, How old is your boy now? So uh, my boy just turned two in October. And we are potty training
1: as of right now. And it's going uh, going as good as it possibly can. I'm just having a little naked boy running around the house. (laughs) And then I have a baby girl who just turned one in December 4th. So just a few days ago. And she is an absolute
0: firecracker. Just sass so having two kids now i know you want to have more family time and then take care of the kids it's not like before you can work out whenever how's your training right now do you have your, like, your home gym set up so you can work out just next door or do you still work out at the gym regularly yeah
1: so uniquely in these COVID times working out at a gym is kind of a lost cause but Fortunately, I do have a garage gym that I've been able to kind of put together over the years that really gets the job done. But I would say that I would still I still end up doing the majority of my training at work. No. So, at, for my work, I'm now a strength conditioning coach for a special operations uh, pair rescue team here in Tucson, and i am very fortunate to like really be able to coach high-level guys and to be in a very, like, uh, state-of-the-art facilities.
0: Yeah, yeah. What about your training? You don't drive another hour to meet up some guys to train, and also you might not have too much time like before. Did you reduce your volume and do different kind of training or say the same? So I would definitely say that my, my
1: training has definitely changed quite a bit, but it's more so based off of, like, where my priorities are and that's how anybody is going to be of like your priorities are going to be dictated by where and how you want to spend your time and your resources. So the majority of my resources are definitely with my family and enjoying those times, but I definitely still try to get in as much as I can in a few different ways now though. So I'm not exactly crushing muscle ups on a regular basis or doing overhead squats on a regular basis, but more so uh, getting back to uh, strength conditioning and doing what I know is going to be more long-term health and and making it capable for me to have a prolonged athletic, healthy lifestyle.
0: Yep, yep. You pretty much just spoke something I want to ask you or you answered already. Maybe some people asked you before as well, and I'm curious, like, how is it feel like from a super fit guy, you compete a CrossFit game, and then you can also call yourself full-time athlete, and then now you just changes lifting weights or doing CrossFit as a hobby or recreation? Or how do you feel about it?
1: I mean, it definitely is not easy to swallow at times because you know what you're capable of and what you've done prior to. But you're still having to keep in mind of, like, I'm putting in a third of the time in which that I was putting in at that time. So if I can get in an hour, hour and a half workout right now, a day, I'm super pumped. Like that's a, that's a win for me, right? Now. I was putting in so much more time than that when, when training for the games and nutritionally, like all my recovery, like I just didn't get that kind of time anymore between work, kids, wife. And trying to make life just as good as it possibly can. Like my fitness is not the uh, top priority, but it's definitely a, a high priority in keeping me sane and keeping me happy.
0: Yep. So family first. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't have memories right now, so I cannot agree with you, but I kind of understand why people are switching their priority. What about your sleep schedule or nutrition? Did you usually like sleep and eat macros really consistent, and then now you might don't have the time, or you don't to put too much effort to like, kind of drain yourself down an hour? Yeah,
1: so I one, I was very fortunate in the sense of I was counting my macros, but I ha- I was paying somebody, man, the best woman ever, who who is just taking care of all those things for me. And as we all do, we kind of grow up and we have to to make changes and do a few different things. And I would say that I am very fortunate, and I highly married up. Mm-hmm. So my wife loves cooking and ran a meal prep business for quite some time. Whenever we were in Spokane. And is a very amazing cook. But on the flip side, she's also a licensed massage therapist. And so uh, we align very well. But inside of any other person's story, similar to the mechanic or the painter or any other profession, it's very few times that I get my wife to actually work on me as much as she used to. So I still prioritize recovery. I'm still optimizing my nutrition and making sure that i'm eating clean but no i'm not weighing and measuring any, any of my stuff anymore and i'm not getting a massage once a week but i am still getting like still taking care of myself on a regular basis and still keeping those things high on my priority list they're just not as high as they once were
0: lots of things has changed So let me ask you again, what do you do for fun now? Do you still do lots of things fitness-related or maybe something more related to the kids or whatever your wife wants to do or your free time?
1: Yeah, so I would say right now we're spending a lot of time, especially having a one- and a two-year-old, of just being outside and just letting them be free, taking my kids to gymnastics class, taking my kids to do different activities, playing at the park, have a little trailer that I... Uh, carry them in the bike with a bicycle. We're a very active family, and just feels as if like we're always on the go. But we wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Last thing about this topic: Would you like to give some advice or some tips to some people? They've been training super hard, but they or they some people put like training as a priority. They may miss out something. Would you give them some advice about it?
1: Well, I think that if you have the capabilities and that is truly your dream and that is truly something that you have a high priority of, like be all in, but Mm -hmm. know that it comes at a sacrifice of other things, that other things are going to have to be put aside and know that you need to be able to be okay with that. When you look back at the times and know that that was worth the sacrifice or it wasn't worth the sacrifice. And when I think about like me possibly training again, for the games, I absolutely think I'm more, more than capable of trying to get back to that point. But right now, it's not worth it for myself. It's not worth me giving up that time with my kids in such a crucial time. And being there for my wife as we're having kids waking up in the middle of the night and the simplicity of like this week of potty training my, my oldest and being there for him as he's trying to figure this concept out.
0: Last question for today, for this episode. Would you put your kids to gymnastics or CrossFit kids class in the future? 100%.
1: And more than anything, it's more so giving my kids the experience and allowing them to explore different possibilities and giving them the chance to excel at different things. And knowing that both of our kids came from, from two very athletic individuals knowing that they will probably do well in, in the majority of the things, but not trying to put any pressure on them, but instead let them enjoy the moment and enjoy each of those things. The only thing that I would do different that my parents didn't allow me to do is just having more experiences with different activities. So absolutely. I want them to do gymnastics. I want them to do kids CrossFit, but I want them to be learn golf, I swim, baseball, karate, MMA, Like I want them to have such a vast amount of experiences and culture that they really can say like, man, this is what I truly enjoy versus I live in West Texas and this is what we do.
0: <laughs> sounds like you're more open mind than your parents and i hope your kids get to try child all the different kind of sports and activities in the future anyway thank you for zag being in today thank you for listening everyone goodbye